welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Callum. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Evening. Welcome to your favourite time of the week. Is it? I'm, well, I'm sure that's what you said to me once. I think you've imagined that. <laughs> I must have dreamed it. Yeah, I think you have. Uh, well, what's been happening? Oh... Nothing too exciting, I don't think. The US Open started, didn't it, the tennis? Tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Kyrgios having an outburst. I enjoyed that. And Andy Murray nearly winning. Yeah, on his 17th comeback. Yeah. With the metal hip. Yeah. Oh. Um, Ronaldo's coming home. Yes. I would never have seen it. That seemed to come out of the uh, out of the blue. Well, not into the blue, because City was supposed to be after him, weren't they, but... That's all they talk about on Sky Sports News at the minute. Ronaldo. It was like breaking news. It's been breaking news for four days. <laughs> Did you see that video of that um, that fan when they announced it? Oh, that was so funny. Behind the, uh, behind the announcer who, who was just there jumping in the background doing Ronaldo's celebration. So except funny. He was about, except he was about 18 stone in his 40s, wasn't he? I must have watched it about 18 times. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious, isn't it? One for each stone. It was hilarious, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so funny. And England won at cricket. Battered them, didn't they? Yeah. Buying innings and 70-odd runs, wasn't it? Or something. Yeah, so take that, Virat. Yeah. Yep. Ah, and then, as ever, Rugby League comes along. It does. In double measures this week. It was like an Easter weekend. The one we scrapped? Yeah. Because we didn't want to push the players too much and have them playing, like, two games in four days. No, not that one, a different one. Oh, different <laughs> So this one, so this one was more, just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. This was a bank holiday weekend. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see teams making an awful lot of changes, to be honest. No, I was whether, whether that's surprised. Yeah, whether that's because, I suppose, we're at a crucial part of the season in terms of... Teams needing points and things like that, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a combination of that and teams maybe not playing as many games as they usually would have at this point. Mm. You look at Ulkaya, they think they play about 16 games or something, so... Yeah. Maybe it's a combination of the two. Well, this week, we're going to do the review for both games, aren't we? But we might mix uh, a a couple of them into... Into one, might we? Yeah, so if it goes wrong, it was your idea. Yeah. But it actually was your idea. So, so if it works... It's my idea. It's a fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all started a long, long time ago. Not like Don McLean, American Pie. Oh, it was right. a long, long time ago when it was um, Wigan nil Leeds 14, yeah. which was probably probably the, one of the dullest matches of the whole... Um. Double fixture round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Two two games. They'd gone about 210 minutes or something, hadn't they, Wigan, without scoring a try after that? After that, yeah. They, they didn't score. Uh, well, they didn't score a try, should say, uh, against Saints. So all Leeds did the No. Then however many minutes it was um, in the previous one against all KR. Yeah. I've got grind down for that. It's one of those coaches' games. Arm wrestle, grind. 
middles. Which you wouldn't usually expect from this fixture, I don't think. Usually two very attacking teams, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it was just sort of unlucky for those that are watching the, the state that the two teams are in at the minute. I know Leeds are on the up, but you know they're nowhere near where they used to be in Wigan, obviously in some sort of crisis, aren't they? Mm. I thought um, the standard was poor all round, just as a game of rugby league. Compared to some of the other games that we've seen over these rounds, I thought that the standard of this one was particularly poor. And as you said, you probably wouldn't expect it. No. I think when you, you think of Wigan v Leeds, you, you expect uh, some fireworks, don't you, in, in one way or another? Yeah. Um, and like you say, it was just a grind. It was a bit dull, really. Um, and again, I know we mentioned it last week about sim binnings. There has been tons and tons of sim binnings as well mm. this week. There was two in this game. Tetavano sim bin for his eye shot on Farrell where he literally jumped at him. Yeah. Left the crown, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and then, as soon as he's coming back on, Luke Briscoe gets simbined yeah. for professional foul, holding down on it. Yeah, which fair enough, but just it, I don't think it helped the the way the game played out and the way the game was played, did it? No. Um, I tell you what, I do need to. We, I think we do need to wish Leeds good luck. To be honest, um, for next season. Uh, in keeping Tetevano and Bentley on the pitch together. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I can see a lot of weeks where um, they're down to 12. Well, I think Tetevano's been simbing two two weeks on the trot or something, hasn't he? And he got sent off earlier in the season against St. Ellen's in the Challenge Cup, I remember. He's never on the and, field. And Bentley looks like, at the minute, looks like one of those those guys that you see in the gym that have like got like veins popping out of them, the neck and things. Just roid rage. Yeah. yeah maybe he's on the juice. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, we'll come on to Bentley in a little while. But, but that was, I, I think the less said about that game, the better. But then Wigan then bounced back uh, with... What was a really what I would have thought was unexpected win at mm. Castleford like, uh, yesterday? Yeah, 22 0. And I'm going to steal our friend Johnny's saying, uh, who we had on last week, and he said, uh, The nilled become the nillers. <laughs> yeah. And like you say, just a complete shock, really, because the, the teams have been going in just complete. Opposite directions, haven't they? Wigan have been free falling and Cass have been rocketing up. It, it's just, just didn't expect it. But again, two more sim binnings in this game. Senna Fave for a high shot on Bullock. Liam Byrne sim bin for a, uh, do they still call it a cannonball tackle? Yeah, I think so. They come so, in yeah. late, really the- low on sort of like the opposite way, don't they? That the, the being tackled, they're coming from behind and yeah, and low. So, the, the, so the knees don't bend. Yeah, yeah. Or they can cause Off damage. The side, when they, yeah, yeah. So um, that that sort of tackle. But um, did you know 
this game was free to watch on YouTube. Was it? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Do you know, what, after we, had, it we had this a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah. Um, because uh, Six again pointed this out for us. Mm. And what we're going back uh, a month, six weeks? Yeah, something like that. It wasn't too long ago. Where, where on earth was this even publicised that it was on? It was free to air on YouTube. I, I, I didn't see it on Twitter. I, I didn't, didn't see it. I didn't see it in the press. I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it on anything to do with Super League. No, nope, I didn't. And I just saw it on on Twitter. Somebody had, had you know, screen. I can't remember who it was, but they screenshotted <clears> it and said how many people knew about this. And like it was just like a screenshot of the you know YouTube and it it being there. Um, and even six again, who knows everything about everything in rugby league, didn't have a clue. Wow. I don't know, didn't seem to anyway, because he, he commented, but why no. was it on YouTube? Well, if Bri didn't know, nobody knows. Exactly. And I, I'm just thinking, but again, this is one of those games, and I know again, it, it probably wasn't the greatest game, but prior to kickoff, you you would think that might be a cracker. Mm-hmm. So you, beforehand, you would think, yeah, we need as much it. build up as we can on this. That's not good enough, is it? Not at all. That is really. I think that's unacceptable from from all parties. Yep. Who? So am I? Am I guessing that Super League would issue the rights or via Sky or I don't know how that works where it's free to air on YouTube. I, I, I don't. don't know. I don't know how that works. It, I don't know, but on YouTube it is shown through Sky Rugby League's YouTube channel. So Sky have to give the permission for that to be broadcast. I mean, I don't know the Obviously, details. If it's their channel. It's, there, it's shown through their channel. Yeah. So I mean, it it's still on. Go... You can go and watch the re- the full match replay now. Like, But I'm positive it was shown live. And it, <laughs> But if die-hard rugby league fans don't know about it, how's anybody else supposed to know? Mm. Particularly those people. And there's quite a lot of people, I think, that have given up Sky... Over the like during the pandemic for either financial reasons or yeah, yeah, enough for the way things are, not just in rugby league but just generally, yeah. Um, I, I just can't, I just, I just it's unacceptable that to me, absolutely. Um, but a really good win. And I read something to today that they've had the worst attack since 1933 or something, ouch, uh, and they hadn't beat a top eight side since April. Ouch, um, and I don't think it, so. I don't think anybody saw that coming. No, no. Like I say, they seem to the just sort of like the, the the feeling around from fans and and everybody involved at Wigan. It just sort of felt like yeah, our season's in trouble here. Yeah. Mm. And because of all the results that we come to, that could have um, could have even guarantee them fourth place or go a long way towards doing it could do with this points percentage i saw something before about if you know all the all the top six at the minute or those chasing if they had three games lined up on this percent if two is under oh, I, I just couldn't I get couldn't, my head round couldn't it. understand it no i couldn't i was like so many points you got yeah exactly <laughs> exactly if it's more than two i can't work it out <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I can only add up in twos. Can you? Yeah. 
two, five. Can you lend six. me twenty one pound, please? Hey, can you lend me twenty one pound? No. Okay. <laughs> um, Saints forty two Lee twelve, and also with Lee getting absolutely battered at Catalan, that's confirmed their relegation. Yeah, and not not a good weekend for Lee. I mean, they've not had a good season, have they? But it's not a surprise. But, it's only but when you get in beat by 30 points and then by 64 and only scoring 12 <clears throat> points in uh what 160 minutes of rugby league but when it's when it's over 4 days it just comes across really bad doesn't it, it just see it feels worse i think because you haven't really got mm. time to get over that previous defeat and then all of a sudden um you're getting battered 64-0 in the south of france i think in a in a lot of games, I think with Lee, they've probably played for 50 or 60 minutes. Mm. And from what I can gather, this was the same. I'm not and sure they played for any on the, against Catalan. No, but the Saints game, I think they made Saints work pretty hard, I think, for 18-12. They, they for, did. You know, they, they, for a, up to a long, uh, what, 20 minutes to go or so? They really did. Um, they, they made Saints work for it. And I know 42-12 doesn't sound like that but i think 55 60 minutes gone it was only 18 12 like you say and then just completely fell apart i've never really seen a team do that on such a consistent basis they must have done it at least 10 times this season that at yeah, least it's it's weird and obviously coming out of that game Johnny Lomax with a big injury his hamstring and um, I think it come out yesterday that Wolf has said he'd be out for four weeks which hopefully we'll see him um, back in time for the start of the playoffs but although um, Jack Wellsby was excellent that kid can do everything can't he yeah absolutely everything so they lose Johnny Lomax who I think... And Farge, let's not forget. And Farge. But Lewis Dodd again. He he looks quality. Another two stars coming out of the Saints Academy. But, you know, if you lose arguably the best six in the league mm. and then go and beat... Who were probably... Or who could definitely be grand finalists and then go and even go on to win it in Warrington... To go and beat them 24-14 with an half-back pairing of Wellsby and Dodd against two internationals in Williams and Widdop, I think just shows how good them two kids really are. Yeah. And I thought Lewis Dodd in particular um, against Warrington was excellent. I suppose he's having to take charge. You could see the it. There was a couple well, of yeah. the times it was caught on camera where even just after they'd scored or Concede. I can't remember which one. He was screaming in the huddle and and just really giving it to him and and you know telling him what he wants yeah. and it's it's brilliant to see really. And if Farge is leaving for Huddersfield at come the end of the season, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever he can't take that seven jersey on. No, no, that's right. But you know we're talking about Lee and 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 some of the dull games that we've had um, in. Wigan and, and Leeds and, you know, grind games and things like that. That game last night, Warrington St. Helens, was everything that was good 
about rugby league, I think, and Super League. I just thought it was a phenomenal game. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched it and thought, I'm not quite sure how Warrington have gone in in front at half-time because they seem to have... Saints seemed to be on top for, what, 30 minutes, yeah. I, I think, and then Warrington turned it round. Um, really good try towards the end of the half when George Williams kicked it over. Yeah, and then and then which Galvin. to be fair was a a great try. Yeah, great um, try. And then should have had another. They ended up giving a Saints ended up giving a penalty away. Mm. But Warrington could have had three tries in those ten minutes. Yeah, and then instead of that they got a, they got two points. So it ended up fourteen twelve. Yeah, could have easily been eighteen twelve. Yeah, you're right. Um, but fourteen twelve. But you're right. I mean, from what you were saying, that everything was. Um, Really, really quality about the game. Yeah. I, it was one of the best games I've seen for a long time, I think, and atmosphere sounded incredible. Um, but like we were saying, you know, apart from that last 10 minutes of the first half where somehow they ended up going behind, yeah, Saints were really dominant. What, um, what struck me about this game last night was that you just mentioned about Dodd and Wellsby. And Dodd and Wellsby last night were up against Widdup and Williams. Yeah. A really, a really established... Two internationals. Yeah. Two England internationals. Yeah. And we said last week about the, the, the future of British Rugby League. Mm. You know, I mean, again, I've, I've kept a closer eye on this week. I mean, there's been others that have shone out that we'll come on to. But again, that's really good for the future again. Absolutely. Um, because they stood up to them. I thought Dodd and Wellsby stood up to them if not outplayed them. I'd, maybe I'm not going to go that far, but they, they, well, they, I mean, they were certainly on a par with them. I mean, I think everything comes from your halfbacks gen, generally, doesn't it? So I think, you know, if you're going out scoring 24 points and, and winning 24-14, I think you probably could say outplayed him. I did think <coughs> Williams had a good game. I yeah. do think he had a shout for man of the match even. I well, thought he was everywhere, but... We'd have got Simbind after the Hooter. That was a strange with Bentley. one. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how James Bentley managed to get himself Simbin because he got punched in the face and reacted and he went, right, well, you're going in the bend for reacting. reacting. It's like, it just decked me in the face. Yeah. But what was good, and I've read lots of reports today, which is a real change, really, um, apart from some Warrington fans not being happy, but Liam Moore as the referee um, came in for a lot of praise. Last night, mm. which is really unusual, but really good to see that. that really good to you, see. I mean, is he setting himself out now as as far and away the the best referee in Super League? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I I know he comes in for a lot of cop, but I think Chris Kendall is quite a good referee as well. Mm. And I think that when you're watching a game, um. You can get really caught up, and you you know you can shout whatever you, whatever at the referee, and like he should have done this and should have done that. But I think when you when you look back at it, I think more times than not they actually make the right call. Yeah, and we've said before. Listen, when you, if you're a referee and you blow your whistle, you upset half the crowd. Exactly. But I do. I obviously there's been some howlers and some some decisions. You know, you can't defend, you just have to say he's got that wrong. But I think when you're watching as a neutral or when you watch it back, you sort of realise that I think majority of the time they, they, yeah. they made the right call. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's not it's not an easy job either, is it? No. Um, but yeah, so... Um, 
But speaking of, uh, while we're on the subject of, of referees and praise from referees, um, Sam Tompkins tweeted earlier, um, we had Aaron Moore as our referee last night, and I've never heard of him, but... Um, I, I, is he Liam Moore's brother? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he related. No, 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 I, I, I don't know, but um, I, I've never heard of him or seen him, I don't think, so he must be obviously very early in his refereeing career. Um, but Sam Tompkins tweeted earlier, we had Aaron Moore as our referee last night for the first time. It might have been an easy game to ref with it being so one-sided, but I thought he was really good. His communication with the players for the full 80 was first class. Impressive for such a run, uh, young referee. Mm. He said, refs get enough bad press, so only fair to mention a good performance too. Well, I read that he had playing time, played for Salford and for North Wales Crusaders. Yes. Does that I make did. a difference? Um, I think so. I, because when I, when I read that, I always thought, I, I I always think that must help because you understand it from a, a player's point of view. And obviously, you know, I've done a bit of refing and stuff as well. And I I did that after I finished playing. Mm. Um, and I always thought that that helped me. And I remember doing like one of the national camps and stuff. And just like where all the, the referees get together and things like that. Uh, all the junior referees. And there were some really good referees. I think Chris Kendall might have been on one of them once, actually. All right. Because um, it was a North West one. All right. Um, and I always remember this this guy, I can't remember his name, uh, but he was, you know, one of the referees, and he was sort of saying, you know, there's two rule books. There's the rule book, and then there's, like, the referee's rule book. But basically what he was saying was, yes, that might be the rule, Sometimes it's better to let it go or do something slightly different. Yeah, just yeah. because. And I think he used to play as well, so I do think it helps because you can you you know what you need to do in that moment. It's that common sense. It's not yeah. like that's the, the letter of the law. And that, like when Lionel Hutt says to Marge, "There's the truth." Yeah, and there's the truth. I just winked then in case because people couldn't see that. Yes, it was exactly like Lionel Hutz. <laughs> but it's true, though. You know, you, you, sometimes you might have to do something slightly different, but that is a better call than what the the law books, the, the rule book says. Yeah. So I do think that being a, in answer to your question, I do think being a, um, an ex-player helps being a better referee. Yeah. Because I just think you understand the game better. Yeah. Okay. Well... Back to our smorgasbord of fixtures. Yeah. It's like that. Yes, I did, yeah. It's the word of the day. Smorgasbord. Smorgas oh, smorgasbord. Yeah. I think right. it means like a... A plethora. I think so. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, from last week, Hull 12, Castleford 23. So, again, we mentioned that they've got to be at home, but before that it was... Uh, to Wigan, but before that, it was all hunky dory for Cass, wasn't it? Yeah, the streak had uh, continued, hadn't it? Um, Hull uh, coming out with it. Josh Reynolds and Joe Cater are out for the season now, which doesn't help. Um, Paul McShane also got injured in this match for Cass. You know how much in, we we talk about like Turbo Tom um, and people like that, and how much influence yeah, for the Sea Eagles, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, for the Sea Eagles. And we said it about someone else. Can't remember who it was now. 
Well, who has who the has the, who misses that? Who misses most? If you like, uh, um, Lomax for Saints, mm. McShane for Castleford, mm. Reynolds for Hull. To be who, honest, who's the biggest miss? The biggest miss is McShane. I think he because, carries that team because I think that Josh Reynolds. I think overall, I think he's had a pretty poor season. Five um, out of ten, six out of ten. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't think he's really helped that whole side. Um, but you know, moving to the other side of the world, um, is not easy. Sometimes, no you know, people take twelve months to settle in. But I also think, and I'm not saying that he has done this, but a lot of the time, Aussies come over and think it's going to be a walk in the park, and then it takes them quite a while to realise how physical. Oh, it's not our actually, game. It's not, is. it's not actually that easy. Yeah, so I'm not saying that he's done that, but sometimes that's just a factor. Um, Johnny Lomax being injured, I think there's that much class and quality in the St. Ellen's side. We mentioned about Wellsby. They can sort of make up for not having him. Whereas, um, whereas Paul McShane, yeah. I know who, they've got you know plenty of good players and things like that, but he's just pivotal to everything that it, they do. I think it's off the pitch as well. Yeah. I think it's in the dressing rooms. I think it's on you know it's on and off the pitch. He's yeah. he is Castleford. He is the leader. Yeah. Of, of that, not just the pack, but of the team and of the club. Yeah, he, he is the face of Castleford, isn't he? I think so. So I think that's why he's been. You know, if if Roby had got injured for Saints, I think it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. Although there's loads of class in the St. Ellen's side, there's only one James Roby. Mm. Whereas with Cast, it's like yeah. there's only one Paul McShane. Yeah. Um. Again, I I it, I don't know why it makes me laugh every time I see Jordan Turner just like. Just roasting, which he is doing on the. He's had just, a phenomenal season, hasn't he? He, you know, he shouldn't be that far off Man of Steel, to be honest. You're probably right. He probably should be in the running because he's been excellent every time I've seen him. He's been brilliant. Yeah. Scores tries for fun. I don't know how many he's on for the season, but he's. he's I think he scored every game I've seen him. In. He seems to have got quicker as he's got older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Mo Farah like. Yeah, but he needs drug testing, doesn't he? Mo Farah? Well, both. Jordan Turner. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on Mo Farah. I won't. No, okay. uh, that is a can of worms, that. Yeah, don't get me started on that. No. Um, But, yeah, like you say, you know, everything looking really good for Cass, and then all of a sudden Paul McShane gets injured and then they lose 22-0. Convincingly. The next week. Tell you what I did see in this game, a yellow card for something I haven't oh, seen. Oh, really? I haven't a seen yellow card? In this, but something I haven't seen in years. Okay. A trip. Yes, the Liam, Liam Watts trip, yeah. He's got two matches for that, you know. Has he? I've just when read I, today. When I saw it, I didn't, I don't know, I, maybe I need to watch it a couple more times, but I didn't think it was that bad, I thought. Maybe. Um, he got two matches for it, and I think, what was the other bad head, t- the head high tackle? This week it was really wasn't great. Oh, Lynham last night. Oh yes, for in the St. Helens game. Yeah, he got two matches for that. I actually didn't think that was that bad. I know it was very high, but it wasn't like a swinging arm. It was, like it was more of an open palm. Yeah, catch his face. My point it? is, is that does that two matches? Is that the equivalent of a, of the trip for two matches? I don't know. I mean, I think, to be honest, I think the Lynham thing was just worse. I think it looked worse than it was. I'm not sure you get two matches for tripping somebody up, though. It's, I think I just think a Simbin is enough, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's not like he's running through and he's booted his legs from behind <laughs> him, is it? He stepped him and he stuck his leg out. Someone you did don't that see in one of the often. games I refereed once. Did they? I can't remember where it was, but this team had made a break and they were <laughs> battering the opposition. And they made a break and this lad was just running in and one of the opposition players ran up behind him, just swiped his legs and booted him. <laughs> so that's a different trip, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I give, I give him a red card. A bit like the Beatles. That was a different trick. But then I did tell him, I said, look, it's like right on the Uter and I can't be bothered doing the paperwork, so I'm not going <laughs> to fight <it> down. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, Salford in and out this week with an absolute reversal of scoreline. So um, losing 42-14. At home to Catalan, who incidentally have scored over hundred points in this two, these two games. Excellent. Catalan. I mean, that's why the top of the league in it. The, the, yeah. the style of rugby that they're playing. I know we talk about well, OKR. They just sort of, even though they've been top of the league, sort of slipped under the radar with the style that they play. Well, when you look at it, Catalans now are pretty much one game, one home game away against either Wigan, Leeds. Hull, Castleford or Hull KR mm. from reaching grand final. They're definitely going to make the grand final. But that's that's pretty much all they are now. They're not going to lose the, the you know all the remaining games. No. I know they... that's 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 the that's the reality of the situation from and they, and they've earned it. Oh yeah. But they've got that. So Salford they they go and um another yellow card in this game which I thought was Quite funny because it was Michael McAlorum and he was like rolling back the years with that yellow card. I didn't even think it was that late. No. No. Um, and the, and then the enigma that is Morgan Escaray. Mm. He had a really good game and Salford fans really seem to like him and object to the fact that he's, that he's getting dropped. Seems a strange one, doesn't it, though? Yeah. Because Dan Sargenson seems to have found a new position at fullback, but I've never really thought he is a fullback. No. He tries hard. Scored a great try. Um, oh, in yeah. In this game. Yeah, the kick yeah. Forward. There was about three kicks, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, was that the... No, no, that no, was... no, that was Hull. Um, that was he, the one did, yesterday. But, but they did. I'm getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, then they reversed that and beat Hull 42-14. They've ended up with a... They've, they've ended up with uh, uh, they've ended up with fifty six four and fifty six against in the two games, <laughs> but they beat Hull forty two fourteen. Ken Seo uh, scoring four tries, incredible, and they sc- they were they were losing, yeah, and scored twenty eight points in twenty two minutes to win the game, which is incredible, really. Ken Seo four tries and. The second try that he scored, there was about three kicks. There was a crossfield one, then I think there was a little, a, there was a crossfield bomb from the right to the left. Then it got patted back, and then I think Sargentson put another crossfield kick from the the left to the right. Ended up with Co, who put a grubber through and chased his own grubber. <laughs> a brilliant try, Salford. I, I th- it's good to see Salford having a. Having a few wins now, and they've had a uh, a bit of a tumultuous season, and uh, it's not been fantastic at times. For I them. think with Salford, I think the 
building blocks are there. They just need to. They just got to find a way to build on them because, like we've said in the past with other teams, the problem with teams like Salford is their best players get taken, yeah, and then they're building again. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm surprised Ken Seal's still there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But Hull are in free fall. Yeah, and they're not the only ones in that sort of like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth position. None of them seem to want to get in the playoffs. No, I I can't see Hull making it. Hull of of I I don't I don't understand what's going on at Hull. They had some really good wins at the beginning of the season. We were we were giving them lots of plaudits. We were saying they looked like the real deal. They looked like they could really push on, and now they they, they can't they can't buy a win. Yeah, I'm um, a bit disillusioned, Hull. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah, I could see you ticking over that as you was as I was talking. Then. Yeah, I was thought about um, that one. But it, obviously, they've got beat twenty three twelve, and then forty two fourteen. But the way that, it's the way that they're losing. It's the it's the manner that they're losing games in. <laughs> they start off every season like they're going to compete for the title, and then they just. Never have the legs, do they? They just yeah. something happens and they just fall away completely. Yeah, and Super League is better with a strong Hull side, but we I just don't think we've seen one for a long time. No, no, that, that's Since right. Two thousand and six when they made the grand final. No, no, I agree. Um, Warrington taking the spoils over Huddersfield. Uh, Jake Mamo scoring twice. Yeah. Um, I think that probably cements third place for Warrington. Probably, even with that loss. Um, Particularly what's going underneath them, as we've just said. Yeah, below the bottom three, I think Gray said it, didn't he, on Twitter, that below the bottom three, the rest of the league is just average. Below the top three. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really know what's going to happen. Honestly, anyone's game. Yeah. I think the top three is, is pretty secure. I can't see Warrington... Losing out to uh, third place, I, I, I'm not even sure if it's possible. Um, I'm sure it is, but I just can't see him doing it anyway. Probably to be honest. Not. And then the de- and then the defeat last night, as I think, has stopped them from trying to get second place. So I think they, I think mm. they're rooted in third, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's where they'll they'll end up. Um, yeah. but you know, the others field have, have, have had a poor season. Another sim binning in this game. Chris McQueen getting Simbin for holding down professional foul That's again. Right, they were nearly, yeah, they were nearly through, weren't they? And then he, yeah, they, yeah, he held on. Um, <clears throat> only uh, Saints won both the, the games in the double round. Yeah, Catalans only one other team managed it, and that's Wakefield. Well, well done, Wakefield. But we wouldn't have thought that, would we, before the start? And that that tells you a lot about those teams that you've just said under the underneath the, the top three. Yeah. Of I mean, top two even, yeah. First week, whatever this, well, we'll just call it round twenty-one. Round twenty-one, Thursday game. The 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 Ulkayar who have been flying, and Ulkayar went ten 0 up as well. Yeah, and it finished twenty-five eighteen. Yeah, I mean, I think Wakefield have now won three out of the last four since Chris Chester's been sat. They've won three out of four. Willie Poaching must uh, be fancying the job full-time. Well, I wrote that. Is, has Willie Poaching done enough or will he do enough to be the next full-time coach? Well, I don't think he couldn't do much more. No. 
Yes. There was a try in that whole KR game. Um, they give it in his senior. And it just reminded me, yeah. you know when you have like, you play on the PlayStation? Yeah. And you like, you press like the X dead quick to like make him run faster, but then he runs out of steam. I mean, you used to in like 1996 or something, but yeah. yeah. Don't forget I retired in 1998. On FIFA 98, I retired. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so... I've not seen it since then. <laughs> but you used to run it and you could press a yeah, button. You used to bash the button. It's yeah, like track go, and field, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they go dead quick. That's yeah. what he was like. Yeah. And his legs were going like 10 to the dozen. It was like, really, it was brilliant. But he has got some pace. He but, did. I think even I think Tom Johnston picked it up, didn't he? Yeah, and then he'd give it him inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he'd give it in his senior and he did his little track and field run. Now, now you see, that was, again, Hulk KR losing that. was a, That's a real, that's a dent. To that because yeah. they've been doing okay they, we've again we've give uh, we've give Hull KR a lot of credit this season for the way that they've played the game mm. we've, we've widely loved them haven't we yeah. on the pod for um, for the way that they've actually approached the game and the way that rugby league's played as Tony Smith's teams do but we have pointed out as well that they've got defensive frailties yeah they and, have and they've showed that in the two games there firstly against um, Wakefield and secondly, last night against Huddersfield, where they were beaten forty twenty eight. Yeah, I mean this this season as a whole it has been strange, hasn't it? You know, we've just been saying that. Well, I I just said that Huddersfield season has been pretty poor, really, and underwhelming because a, a lot of people expected them to do big things. I know you did. I just like to remind you that you predicted them to finish second in the league, bottom. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but then all Kayaru have been flying and making a real push to, you know, beating Wigan, doing the double over Wigan that they've not done for X amount of years and um, had some really terrific wins and, like I say, the style they played, but then go and concede 40 points to Huddersfield. Second bottom. Got to mention Huddersfield, though, their pair of halfbacks, young halfbacks. Yes. Um, Will Price, who we've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, Chiming in with 16 points, mm. but then Oliver Russell, uh, one try and six assists. Yeah, yeah, I mean, amazing, absolutely amazing. But they won't get spoken about because people will be focusing on uh, Wellsby and Dodd. Mm. But what them two kids have done this season, you know, um, especially Will Price, and he's because it's, it's his rookie, so he only made his debut if you. Few weeks ago, I'm yeah. not sure if if Russell had already played in you know last season or whenever, but what they've done is incredible, really. Yeah, and and I don't think they've been absolutely battered, have they? But they've they've always sort of been in the game, I think. And yeah, the the future looks really really good. Hopefully, Huddersfield can uh, keep on to them two kids. And yeah, I'm, I'm hope sure so. they're open. They, yeah. they, they will. I hope so. Because I know there's already rumours about the NRL coming in for Will Price. I've, I've, so soon. I've seen, yeah. Like, we just need to hope he's like his dad and prefers Blackpool Beach to Bondi Beach. Yeah, I hope so. I reckon yeah. his dad's drilled that into him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I did see him outside the ground the other night in a kiss me quick hat and some, with, with some rock. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we do need to uh, just... Step back one, and that's we started to talk about Wakefield. Yes, and we're not talking about back to Wakefield. Great win last night against Leeds, and again, 
didn't really see that coming. Even though that Wakefield had won a couple of games before, yeah. leads on the up. Great win against Wigan the week before. Mm. Didn't see that one. No, um, Leeds didn't, have, didn't have see now that lost one two in a row, haven't they? Uh, no, they beat Le- they beat Wigan the week before. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I told you I'm confused. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, but yeah, no Leeds again having a good win against Wigan, like you say, and then not being able to back it up. I think he's what's frustrating a lot of fans at a lot of clubs this year. Yeah. You know, Hull FC having a fantastic derby win and then going, losing 42-14 to Salford. I know teams never do. And obviously to cast the week before, it just seems weird. It feels like teams have picked the games to play in. And I know that's not the case, but that's that's how it looked with some of the scores and the performances sometimes. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Never, I'd never accuse a team of doing that in rugby league, but that's how it that's how it looks. If you didn't know anything about the game. No, that that is how it looks, you know. And but in the, the Wakefield game leads Matt Pryor, not one Simbinning, but two Simbinnings. Did he? Yeah, he got Simbin twice. Like John Bateman the week before. Yeah. There's Simbin Simbinnings everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. But Credit to Wakefield, they've played really well. Really well under Willie Poaching, and I'm not quite sure he can do much more, really. No. No. In interesting, um we talked about that something that Gray said. Gray Gray tweeted us and said um about this this top three situation mm. and said that um it's it's ridiculous that uh one of one of the teams that we spoke about, Hull, Hull KR, um, Castleford if you if you like, despite their inconsistency, we'll have a chance at being eighty minutes away from the grand final. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, and, and I hadn't thought of it like that until and, until he tweeted that, and I just thought, you know what, Gray, you're right. Which again, you've got teams around the fifty percent mark in the the win mm. percentage that eight that that are now potentially one of them. Well, one of them is going to be, yeah, because. You're going to have um, you're going to have Warrington at home to the sixth place team. Mm. Warrington, you, you would assume would win, but no guarantee. Fourth v fifth, as Gray points out, is a lottery. Yeah, that the way that's go, gone, yeah, that's that could go, go anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. We don't even know who's going to play in that one. No, um, and then that that team then are, are eighty minutes away. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. Top five is the best, but. Well, I think it's the best. I, I agree because then the fifth team has got to go away to fourth, to third, to second, to get through, and it's I, unlikely. Then I just, I, I honestly, I've, I've said it before, I said it a couple of times, but I honestly would consider scrapping the playoffs. Yeah, or a, or a separate competition like they used to be years yeah, ago. Yeah, I just used to be a Premiership trophy, a you top know, eight fi- playoff. Catalan finishing top, right? For Great the first time in the club's history. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. It means nothing if they don't win the week after. You can you can remember the grand final winners, can't you? Yeah. But I bet you couldn't name the same number of league leaders. No. Shield. No. Winners. No. And that should be, when we've only got, if you like, three. if you count that as one of the major trophies, if you like, we've only got three to play for with that and the challenge, with the grand final and the challenge cup. Should be making a lot more of that. Yeah. So... But no, you're right. Unfortunately, that's where we are, though, and and you know that's uh, 
a sobering thought, I think. Yeah. So, I think we've wrapped up there. I think we've done all right there. I think we have. We can, considering we've had to do two rounds, I yeah, think bit, we've done well there. A bit higgledy-piggledy, but... Yeah. I think... Hopefully it makes sense. I think my <laughs> idea worked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's right, it's Stats of the Week time, and we are joined on the phone by Young Bobbles. Hey there. Hello. (laughs) It's, um, but congratulations on making it after last week's fiasco. I know, I feel a bit privileged. I mean, you guys made mistakes and got dropped for a week, I mean... I must just be lucky. Well, when you say you guys, you mean me, don't you? I was physically threatened. That's what <laughs> I mean. Done. Yeah. Oh. So, have you had a good week, Bubbles? I have, yes. It's been very nice. All right, good. So, what have we got, um, what have we got stats-wise? How many have we got this week? We have six, three from the NRL and three from Super League. Okay, let's go then. Okay. Uh Ruben Garrick has become the first player to score 20 tries and convert 100 goals in the same season. 20 tries and 100 goals. Yes. Excellent. I think that just shows how high-flying they are, aren't they? Yeah. At the minute. Sounds like a, sounds like a Jewish uncle at a wedding, doesn't it? Ruben Garrick. Yeah. <laughs> uncle Ruben. <laughs> Sorry, I just wandered off a bit there. Come on, next one. <laughs> well, uh, sticking with the Sea Eagles, um, Turbo Tom, uh, Tom Trevojevic, has also become the first player since Ben Barber in 2012 to score and assist 20-plus tries in the same season. Mm, that's good. And he's in good company there, I think. Yeah, uh, not to mention he's also missed about uh, four or five, maybe even six games this season already as well. Yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah he's he's been uh, he's been superb since he's come back in. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Okay, next one. Um, the Parramatta Eels have now beaten the Melbourne Storm uh, on two successive occasions. The last time Parramatta did this was in 2001 and 2009. They went on to make the grand final in both seasons. However, they did lose both finals, including the 2009 final to the Storm. Mm, Interesting. Very interesting. And we haven't, I mean, we haven't done our NRL review yet, but that was um, a real uh, surprise in that game. And we will, we will come on to that. But yeah, that's I like that one. Good, that one. Yeah. Okay, what have we, what we got next? Uh, we then go over to Super League. Uh, so, uh, Wigan scored their first try in 218 minutes last night. It is the longest Wigan have gone without scoring in the league since Super League began. 218 minutes. Mm. And you doubt that would happen again, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're not going to back against them doing that again. No. So, um, we'll come on to betting in a minute, but go on. You, another another, another, um, 
Another start then? Uh, yes. Uh, Castleford Tigers, who Wigan beat last night, 22-0. Uh, that was the first time Castleford failed to score at home for the first time since August 5th, 2007, when they were beaten 18-0 by Wakefield. Mm. Yeah. You would back Castleford to score on their, like, like midget pitch, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd back all teams to score there, like more high-scoring games, wouldn't you? Mm. Anyway, okay, and you got last one? Yeah, last one. Um, St. Helens beat Warrington for the first time in two years. It was Christian Wolf's first win over Warrington in the league. And it was also the first time Saints have scored past Warrington under Wolf in Super League. Wow. Wow. And that was sort of not only the first time um, he'd beat them, but the first time they'd scored and the first time that Wolf had beat the Wolves. Yeah, that was just in the league, though, the scoring part. Uh, They did score against them in the Challenge Cup. Okay. Well, thank you, Bobby. And before you go, do you want to mention anything about any uh, betting exploits this week? <laughs> yes, I had a, I had a very nice win on the uh, the NRL this weekend, um, winning just over uh, four hundred pounds this weekend, which was which was very nice. <laughs> for, how, for how much of the stake? Uh, I think it was off five pounds. Excellent. Well done. Well done. Um, and obviously the the hundred pound each for me and Callum is on its way for letting you back onto the pod after last week's fiasco. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yes, I'll send you uh, my bank details. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks, I appreciate that. Okay, <laughs> no worries. Thank you, thank you as ever, Bobby. <laughs> no worries. Have a good rest of the show, guys. All right, bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. He always wins betting, doesn't he? It winds me up. <laughs> winds me up. It does when he doesn't share the uh, these tips he's got. Well, that's it, isn't it? Oh, I've won. Never. Oh, I've won three hundred pound. Oh, I've won two hundred pound. Never tells us how much he's lost, though. Oh, does I've won. It? No, he doesn't actually. No, no. But it's not like he bets big either, is it? He's not like a you know. I don't think he does more than a fiver. I no. think five is big for him. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. So, so bits of bits of news. News, news. Um, big news uh, is the departure from Wigan of Adrian Lamb. Yes, it's coming out uh, today, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they've not sacked him, have they? He just said he's leaving, isn't he? I think. Yeah, and I think they've sacked him without sacking him. To be honest, well, because it was really, really, it was only just before we came on air, wasn't it? Really, mm. this news came out, and we didn't get chance to get Johnny on uh, our resident, our resident Wiganer. No, um, but we did get a, we, we did get a thought of him, um, Johnny. And bear in mind what he was saying uh, when he was on the pod. Uh, uh, Johnny was saying that it's probably best all round, uh, even though the win yesterday relieved the pressure somewhat. Uh, he thinks it's time for something new and someone with new, different ideas for 2022 and beyond. What he's surprised at is there doesn't seem to much animosity. And mm. so considering he was only supposed to be filling in for one year, he's done pretty well to, to wait another two years and, and been there for three in total. Yeah. Um, so 
Johnny's just said he hopes they can just kick on and have a good run to the end of the season and send Adrian Lamb off with some silverware. Why are they getting in some spoons as a leaving present? Because <laughs> <laughs> they ain't winning anything this year, I'm telling you now. Sorry, Johnny. That, that's, our, that, that's our resident expert. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think he's... I don't think they're going to win anything this year. Well, they're going to make the six, but well, that's when that's when Johnny will have his uh, response to that. I think isn't it? when we get all our experts on for playoff times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the other end of the table, um, Lee are relegated. Yeah, Com- confirmed. Yeah, um, we mentioned that, but it's now confirmed uh, because. Um, Super League have announced that there's going to be no further rearranged matches and there's just the rounds 23, 24 and 25 to be played before the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, poor choice bringing them up in the end, wasn't it? I mean, credit to the players and everything, but at the end of the day, they put their hand up to play and it's just not worked out. Yeah. Uh, but while we're on the subject of Lee, did you see what Derek Beaumont was tweeting? No. Um Needs a new jacket. <laughs> well, that as well. Obviously, the the lead Twitter feed had put up the full-time score, and anyway, he quote-tweeted it, and he put, doing it tough, but doing it right. Advised to give 24 nil and take £35,000 fine with suspended 15000 uh, and protect lads for magic and save £36,000 on going over to get 64 nil. We would only ever do the right thing as as we have all year, despite our own COVID issues, 11K and 40-point loss, but have integrity. So basically, he was saying he'd been told not to go to Catalan and take 24 nil. By who? I don't know. I don't know. Um, he didn't say. Probably Marwan Kukash or something. Well, he seems to be wanting to... I just want to point out, dead quick, that he spelled have, A-V. I hate that. Like, let's have it. I hate that. Don't. I, he's supposed to be some sort of businessman. Yeah, it's because I'm older. It's it's because I'm older. It's like don't text like a twelve year old. We're not in like 1999. <laughs> like you don't have to <laughs> shorten words to save your credit. Have you? Yeah. Have you been? Been? And where? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. I hate that. It's um, a real pet hate that. Anyway, uh, yeah, but Marwan Kukash has been uh, busy on uh, Twitter, uh, looking like he might want to uh, come back into rugby league. He said definitely not with Salford, but even maybe with Lee and join Derek Beaumont at Lee. Well, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, really. Why would he want him there? I don't know, but have you ever watched any of the old of those? Oh, those old Harry Enfield programmes. Yeah. It's like that smashy and nicey if them two were in charge. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's back when Turner Overdrive and you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. I, don't, I can't see I, it being ugly. And I can't say that would work, to be honest. I don't I because... don't see why he would want Kukash there. I don't see why Kukash would want to be there. Surely he would want his own club. Well, they're both big personalities. It just it would and be a disaster. It, it, there's only room for one 
leader, isn't they? When when they it's like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the way I see it, but mm. I don't know. Um, quickly back to Wigan. What do you think their their next move will be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Is honest answer. I've not really had time to think about it. No, where they'll go. Who's available? Brian McDermott. He's not got a job. Don't know if they'll take him though. And we look at another NRL, probably coach. an assistant somewhere. Yeah, when you look at they've they've got what um, Steve Price done at Warrington, couple of Challenge Cups, Justin Albrook, Christian Wolf, and they've got form in that department, haven't they? Maguire, yeah, and people like that. So. Um, um, I don't know. I keep hearing that the assistant that's there now, I forget his name, um, is pretty highly thought of. But I just think uh, they're in that much trouble at the minute that they need somebody yeah. uh, a bit more secure. Yeah. A couple of bits of good news. Uh, reserves and academy under-18s are back for next season. Um, Excellent. Apparently they're going to play those games on alternate weeks so that there's not as much pressure on... Uh, team on clubs to uh, to field more than one team right. at a time below the first team. Okay, which is which is good. Yeah, I used to enjoy watching some of the reserve stuff. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I used to really enjoy that. Yeah, and um, the rugby league World Cup has has now issued new dates. Yeah, which is promising. It is from our point of view. My only still concern is that with the Australians and that we still could be in the same position this time next year yeah no we could be but apparently they haven't put a bond up they've just been allowed to to go and resign and that. so they haven't got any financial obligations to it no I do worry about it um, and if they, if they don't come again then it's going to be cancelled isn't it? yeah we probably won't see one again for a number of years well it's supposed to be then I think it'll be France 2025 won't it can't see it happening but we'll see um uh, one bit, one bit of disturbing news. Uh, uh, Saints have reported that uh, Warrington fans uh, throwing bottles and bricks and things at families on coaches and stuff departing the game last night. It's not nice. Not football. We don't want hooliganism and all that sort of nonsense going on. Just want to go and watch the game and enjoy it and have a sing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Especially families and whatnot. The old them that hang around at the bottom of the the, the pop side at Warrington in them. Uh, in them grey hoodies and that, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. But <laughs> you don't want to yet. No, not at all. And one bit of funny news, did you see um, Eddie Jones on Sky? I did. I did see that. Um, saying about, would there any rugby league players uh, that would make it in rugby union? And he said if, if Jake Connor was fitter, then he'd have a chance. I've actually got the clip here if you want to listen to it. Yeah, that. please. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah, go on. This doesn't come on too loud. I know you watch a little bit of Super League. Is there a player that comes to mind that you think might make it in Union? Well, I spent a bit of time up at Hull and I like the fullback there, Connor. Jake Connor? Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a tough, skillful player and I'm sure if he got a bit fitter, uh, he could make it. A rugby league player needing to get fitter to play rugby union. We've had a magician here and now we've got a comedian. Thanks very much to Eddie Jones for his comment. <laughs> That's got worth a round of applause for Brian Carney. I Carney. think it has. Big shout out to Brian for that one. Yeah, well done, Brian Carney. Yeah, but 
I, I, he probably meant it in jest, to be honest. He probably his tongue was probably in his cheek, but it, it's but you just think oh, that's just like <laughs> that's amazing. The arrogance, comment. yeah, it the is. arrogance <laughs> is ridiculous, isn't it? It is. Um, couple, just last thing before we move on to the NRL. Uh, last thing we talked about this fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth position. Yeah, um, just quick look at the fixtures that the teams have got left which makes it interesting because a lot of them play each other which actually helps Wigan yeah if the teams underneath are playing each other they're going to lose points yeah so I think they've I think they've pretty much secured fourth to be honest mm. um, they've got to play Warrington at Magic um, Hull away Catalans at home yeah so even without a win you, because the others win are playing each two. other Two. One win will do it. One, well, they'll beat Hull. Yeah, one win will do it. Because they're not in a good way. Leeds have got Hull at Magic, Saints away, Hull KR at home. Mm. Castleford have got Salford this week, Hull KR away, Warrington at home. That's interesting if Cass can win the next two games. Very interesting, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. But I think, if, mind you, to be honest, if they win, they're already in that sixth position, aren't they? Yeah. So if they win those next two games, then then I think they'll already be there. Yeah. Um, it's the two whole clubs, really. I think so. I think I think Cass might sneak in, and yeah. um, it's down to to well, which side a Hull gets in. Well, if any of them, because Leeds might probably take. Oh fifth. yes, and Leeds, yeah, cool. And then it's the sixth place is. Yeah, for grabs to go away to Warrington in the playoffs. Yeah, so the two Hull clubs are the interesting ones, though. I think Hull have got Leeds this week. Yeah, nothing less than a win will do there because then they won't be able to catch Leeds, mm-hmm. particularly if Castleford beats Salford. Yeah, Wigan at home, Wakefield away. Mm. Would you give them much hope? No. Would you give Hull Car any hope? Lee at Magic. Castleford at home leads away. Yeah. Because if they win if they win well, they'll the three games. Beat Lee. Yeah, and if and then they're taking points off Cass and off Leeds, mm. they could sneak in. Definitely. I think it might even come down to that last game at yeah. Leeds. So it's all in their own hands, I think, still for Hull KR. Yeah. I think I'd rather be in Hull KR's position than Hull. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Very so we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Are either whole club going to get in the six? No, Leeds and Cass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, NRL. NRL. Only one round to go after this, and a similar position in there. If you like, bottom of the bottom rung of the playoffs. Yeah, that eight, that that spot for eight. Just the eighth now, because the Knights with a um, a tremendous win, fifteen fourteen over the Titans have secured seventh. Um, Mitchell Pierce rolling back the years. Yeah. And Caelan Ponga. Do you know, if he played for anybody else, he'd get way more superstardom, shall we say. He's brilliant. He is brilliant. I mean, this the individual skill for the Knights' first try was yeah phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say on that is... There has to be there has to be something done with the rules either here in our just internationally, where you can't just line up three players next to the play of the ball, 
the wall. Yeah, yeah. to block the pass back, to block the runners from a drop goal. You should only it's American. It's like to, American football to have one or, or two, but there's got to be a certain distance between them or something. Yeah. But, it makes they're, it they're impossible. Not, they're not dummy runners. No, they've, no. they've no intent of getting hold of the ball. It's just obstruction. They're purely it? there to stand the ground and put their hands above their head. But what they do, they're not doing that. They're blocking. Yeah, it's just obstruction. It's of course a it different is. way of obstructing. Yeah, there needs to be something done about that. It's. It, I think it's wrong that. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, completely wrong. Yeah, but that sealed seventh. Um, mm. uh, there was. Uh, uh, some other some other good games. We'll start with the Storm. Storm ten eels twenty two. What about that one? History denied. Yes, for the Storm, for most consecutive uh, wins. Are they trying to emulate the Roosters or yeah. what were the? It was the it was East then, wasn't it? I think so. But that night seventy five, um, I think. Denied and stay level. Um, some great defence in the eels, in partic- Dylan Brown in particular on the wing. Yes, when he stopped. Um, the winger, forget his name, the storm winger. Yeah, he stopped, though, three, he? he stopped three or four. Yeah, he was he was everywhere in one of that night. Yeah, but eels two in a row. Yep. Um, and they've shown they can beat the top team, who have been a little bit, even though they've been winning, have not been as free flowing as they have been in the last in, in the in the last two or three weeks as they were in the in the previous fifteen. To be honest, a loss is probably the worst thing for the rest of that league. Yeah, because they always sort of say you should have a loss, don't they? Yeah. You know, when you're on that sort of street, but that loss could just reignite this storm side. Well, um, Nathan Cleary has certainly reignited the Panthers since he's come back in, because they seem to be peaking again at the right time. They beat the Tigers thirty sixteen, which flattered the Tigers, I think, with a couple of late tries. Yeah, but I mean, did you see the Tavita Pengai try? Yeah. Oh, that wins the award, doesn't it? Yeah. Wet paper, paper towel. He dragged five over the line with him. Ridiculous. And what was the fullback doing? I don't he, know. He just put his hand on the back of it and then trotted back. But why didn't he just join in the tackle and stop him? But it was only six all, and that try made it 12-6, which is what it was at half-time. It was close to half-time, wasn't it? So it's 12-6 at half-time because of that it, try. It was like... Under eights, when you get the biggest kid mm. that like gets stopped at the line by six other midgets, <laughs> but <laughs> but they can't stop him, can they? Because like they've got one hanging off his leg, one off his arm, one off his head, but he still just he still gets stride through and then plonks the ball down. That's yeah. what it was like. Yeah, no, it was it was proper under eight stuff. That wasn't yeah. it. Um, you see, Nathan Clear is Jonathan Thurston kick. Yes, right. Was that the last one? The very yeah, last but, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bent it round like a like three bananas. <laughs> yeah, no, but we you know we're talking. We, we say it every week, but you know who's got the most impact on a team? Javovich, Cleary. Yeah. Now McShane's in there, isn't he? All of a sudden, Cleary. Yeah, yeah. McShane. Yeah. Lomax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Warriors sixteen, Raiders twenty eight. Raiders with a late run to try and make the playoffs. I know, and the Warriors. You know, the I know they had a, they had to have a lot of things going for them, but they could have still made the eight at that point. Yeah, if they did, but they had to win. Yeah, and I mean, twenty eight unanswered points, sixteen nil up. The Warriors were. Yeah, and Matt Frawley, of all people, just like 
don't know. I don't know. He wasn't good enough in Super League. No, I mean, let's not get carried away. He put a bomb up and he scored a try <laughs> off it. Worst player I've ever seen in Super League. One of, anyway. Oh, dear. Um, Roosters 12, Rabbitohs 54 in the big grudge game. Well, I the only mean, one place to start there, isn't they? Mark Nichols. No. No. <laughs> He's impressed me all season in the big the prop. Got himself two tries. Well, you did. Alex Johnson, another hat trick. I know. Yeah, he did. He didn't mean that either. No, but you have started with those two, so it doesn't matter, does it? But yeah, he did get he did get that trick again. Yeah, don't tell me where to start. Go on then. Where do you want to go next then with it? Um, probably Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, wasn't the strong kind of fat this week, was he? It we was well, too strong. He was, he was too strong. Yeah, um, absolutely caved in Joseph Manu's face. Yeah. Um, for anybody who's not seen it, you need to go and see it. Yeah. Because, and to be honest, it's. It looks really bad. I'm not saying he's gone in to cave his head in, but the swinging arm motion just makes it look worse, I think. Um, Obviously, he's going to offload and he's just trying to stop him. I don't think he's gone in with any intention of hurting him. He's just gone in hard and it's gone wrong. What makes it really worse is when uh, Manu blows his nose after. Oh, don't. That made me feel sick. His cheek pops out. He got a depressed, fractured cheekbone, didn't he? And yeah. you could see it sort of swelling, and they say to see if it's uh, this type of fracture, you have to hold your nose and blow. And he does it, and you just see his eye go boom, boom, popped out, and it just the, the just below his eyes, cheekbone just puffed up. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. But but the big thing, way. the big thing about this, right, is that he was only putting Mitchell on report. He's talking to him because it's going on report. And then Manu comes over and kicks off. And then they go, actually, we've had a look. There's 10 minutes. I don't know what else you need to do to get a red card. No, that's right. Which is pretty much what Trent Robinson was saying after. Yeah. I which, love Trent which Robinson. Which sparked a magnificent rant by Trent Robinson if saying you've, that... If you've not seen it. Yeah. Just put in his press conference because it's brilliant. But basically had a rant, didn't he, saying, I can't believe, like... He hasn't sent him off. We have these guys in the bunkers and blah de blah and they just not come to the right decision and all these rules protecting players and we're not doing and it was just and to be fair, every single word that he spoke was the truth. Mm. Apparently he stayed at the um, hospital all night with Manu. Yeah, till about three in the morning or something, which seems like the kind of thing that he would do. He's a class act, isn't yeah. Yeah. But have you seen what's that after his um rant in the press conference which to be fair everything was true and everything was fair been hit with a $20,000 fine oh, by the NRL lost. it's ridiculous isn't it $20,000 every right to complain about that yep yep every right to complain about he didn't and he didn't swear no he didn't he, he didn't wasn't, scream or he, shout or anything he was measured yeah uh, in everything he said and I don't think he said anything wrong no, he didn't. Every single word he said was the truth. I love Trent Robinson. If you said your club had signed, could sign any coach in the world, I'd go with him. And what he's done this season, like we said in previous weeks, yeah. is is magnificent. I, I know you've got Bellamy and that, and you think, well, you know, but but Trent Robinson seems to make something out of nothing. Yeah, I think he's fantastic. He is. He is fantastic. Um, moving on to what. Just on that, before you move on, just on that. Have you noticed how they always say with these players, and I'm not just picking on Latrell Mitchell or anybody, because they say it over here and everything, 
And the the first thing they always say is, "Oh, he's not like that." Yeah, but you get the feeling he is like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's the most banned player in the NRL this yeah. season, I think. But they always say, "Oh, he's not that type of guy. Oh, he's lovely off the field. Oh, he's not like he's not like that at all." No, but he's he's constantly on the edge, and that's what makes him a great player. But well, it can. It really go against Well, after you. that, he scored a try. And then smacked and then the ball down, didn't he? Yeah. Nearly in someone's face. Yeah. He was lying on the floor. Who's your daddy? I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, anyway. Oh, sorry, uh, go on. Moving on to a game which, lots of points, but I'll be honest, uh, it was a bit of a turd fest. Uh, Dragons 26, Cowboys 38. The only thing I think on that is that I think the future looks quite bright for the Dragons with some of the young players they've got. Zach Lomax. Zach Lomax is a quality player. He's yeah. their best player, I think. Um, Sloan, the Tyrell yes. Sloan. Yeah, the young fullback. Yeah, they, they've got some good young players if they can if they can nurture them. They need to give them time. Yeah, but they they can nurture them. Um, but there were uh, there were some uh, the the hammer. In this game, really, he did put the him, foot didn't down. He? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was uh, there was some good there was some good little uh, there was some good plays in in this game, um, but the um, dragons just completely fell apart. Completely fell apart. Yeah, I've got a note there that says Ravalawa, but I don't know what it's for. I've got Ravalawa smacks him. Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> just there oh, was a, they made a little Hampton. break. Hampton smacks Hampton. That's what they, it was. Yeah, and Hampton. They made a little break. The, the the Cowboys didn't they? And for me, when he made the break, he was just sort of walking. He wasn't I'm didn't like, look like he was running. Why didn't? Because he was looking for support, yeah. wasn't he? Up the it's wing, like just pin your ears back. And he obviously didn't see Ravalava come on the blind side, did it? And he absolutely smacked. He did him blind in the back, side didn't he? him, didn't he? Hammered <laughs> him. He knocked the ball out about twenty yards. Yeah, forward. he hammered him. But um, yeah, nah, a nothing, a, a, a bit nothing. of a nothing game really. In the end, the Dragons' top eight hopes have gone now because they lost that. So yeah, another nothing game. Sharks twenty four, Broncos sixteen. Yeah. Um, best bit about this, there was lots of there was lots of high tackles, lots of late tackles. But the, the and I don't know the guy's name. He's the centre for the Broncos. Number three he was. He was going in and he scored, and they all tried to get across. <laughs> And he ended up not scoring the try because his face was in touch. Yeah, did you see, <laughs> did see that? Yeah, I did see that. He got his hands like sort of caught up, didn't yeah. he? And ended up headbutting the touchline. Yeah. So his face hit the whitewash before he got the ball down. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that. I've, I've never, never seen I've that. I've never seen someone's face go in touch before they put that. No, I've never seen that. I don't think we'll ever see it again, really. No. Uh, and then the last match, Manly 36, Bulldogs 18. Yes. Bulldogs will be happy. There's only one more match to play this season, I think. Definitely. Definitely. On that one, um, Turbo Tom scored a try. And I'm like, one, did you drop it? But more importantly, how long do you want to put it down? Yeah. He was, was it Heverington that held he him did up? brilliantly to hold him up. Mm. And then he ended up like twizzing round on it and putting yeah. it down. I'm like, surely you've had, you've had like five minutes to put that down. Surely that's almost like a double movement. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a then there was a, um, a penalty against the Bulldogs because uh, they tackled someone by the hair. Yeah, I did. Oh God, he grabbed his cornrows or yeah. whatever, didn't he? And then the last try, Saab Cherry Evans put it to him, and then just started laughing his head off. I hate because that. he don't, knows. Don't <laughs> he don't, knows that no one's going to catch him, and he's seventy meters out. <laughs> don't get me started on Daily Cherry Evans. <laughs> 
it's not just that try. I was saying it to someone at work the other week, and what you watch, right? Every single time the seagull score a try, he's there laughing his head off. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Everyone else is just sort of high fiving each other. Yeah, well done, dead serious. Like, come on, let's do that. He's. I, I, it bugs me. It really, really does annoy me. <laughs> watch, you watch, or watch highlights, Ed, and I All mean right. every single time they score a try. I am, am going to do now. He's a knob. The Laughing Gnome. David Bowie, that wasn't it, yeah? It's a song by David Bowie, I think, The Laughing Gnome. I don't know, I'm too bothered, too, yeah. I'm flustered now. Anyway, so just to finish off the NRL, they've got one game left. The only thing that, there's a few, there's a do you know what? There's a few things this week with everybody wanting to play for something. The Bunnies could nick second mm. because the Eels play the Panthers. Yeah. So if the Eels beat the Panthers and the Bunnies win, they could nick second. Yeah. So there's a there's a few little bits like that. But in 8th, 9th and 10th, the Sharks are on 22 points, minus 24 points difference. Raiders are on 22, but minus 73. And the Titans are on 20, minus 47. But well, the Sharks play the Storm. Yeah. So. Nah, they're not winning that. No. The Raiders play the Roosters, who themselves have got. Yeah. But they've got a lot of players out. I think they could win that. And they could. So if the Raiders win that, mm-hmm. that could be enough for them. Yeah. If those two both lose, the Titans play the Warriors. You would think the Titans would win that with the Warriors having no chance now. And... With. Yeah. With only 20 points difference, 20 point difference mm. on the Sharks. Comes down to the Titans and the Raiders, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. If if the Storm get back to winning ways, which I think they will. Yeah, you would think so. So actually, despite me saying all year that the Raiders aren't going to make it, they could well do. I just want to say, when you asked me a few weeks ago, I said the the Knights and the Titans. So, Well, still a chance. Yeah. Still a chance. Yeah. Uh, anyway, NRL over with. It's time for Magic Weekend Preview. I love a bit of Magic Weekend. Do you? I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I do I do quite like it, yeah. not think it's run its course? Uh, no. No. I think it's it's moved away from what it was originally brought in to do, though. Because obviously they were trying to get expansion on it, and... it. Well, it was, it was first billed as Millennium Magic because it was at Cardiff. Yeah, but you yeah. can get tickets for this weekend for... 40 quid something for both days. Thank you. So you can pay 40 yeah. quid and watch six games of rugby league. Thank you. You can't do that in any other sport. No. I think if you're a season ticket holder, the clubs sell them half price, I think, don't they? Yeah, you get something holder. off, yeah. yeah. But you could get a, a, a full weekend ticket for 80 quid if you go on the RFL website now. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And there's never really any trouble. I've never seen any trouble at any of them. Because, no, not Because our all. fans generally aren't like that. No, I think there's one a big. Night out in Newcastle, don't they? Exactly. It's, so, no, I don't think it has run its course. Okay. I just think it's changed from where it's come from. I think it's not run its course if they get the other fixtures right. Yeah. So, when you've got all these, you've got home and away, but then you have these loop fixtures mm. and that we've had in the past mm-hmm. and all this. And then this year with games being postponed and mm. things like that, I think there has to be a place for it in the middle of what I would call a proper fixture list. For me, I think if you have a home and away and a Magic Weekend, that, that that's it. Home and away fixture against each team and a Magic Weekend, I think that's it. But then I think the only argument you can come up with then is if you play... So say, 
Leeds, like Leeds, 2017, Leeds played Castleford, right? They played a moment away, but Castleford flew that year, didn't they? They dominated the league. Mm. So you play a moment away, and then they have to play them at Magic Weekend. Yeah. That's three times they have to play Castleford. Yeah. Nobody else does. That's the only argument there. My thing would be then is that you wouldn't have the blessing of the clubs because if you had 12 teams in the league mm. that's 22 games plus magic 23 they're missing out on t- they're missing out on some home fixtures and some revenue yeah but you could introduce um you could introduce like um uh, like the old john player like a league cup on a group thing yeah or a count or the old county cups yeah you know where where you could have three or four games out of that to miss those those missing games yeah yeah which would which would re- again revamp and give some different interest into a different trophy Interesting. So, so Saturday sees uh, the kickoff of Magic with Castleford versus Salford. Yep. Uh, you can only see one winner, I think, really. Cas- in Castleford, Salford have been so up and down. It wouldn't surprise me if they won, but I think I think it's I think Castle got to win it. This is one of the ones they've got to win to get into that top six. Yeah, and yet I said Salford, great winner, great win uh, yesterday, and going into it on the back of that. So you, you don't know, do you? No. Um, Saints and Catalan. I mean, could be a grand final rehearsal. Yeah, tie the the round. I think in it tie the weekend. Hmm. Um, could go either way. Um, Will teams make changes? Will they play mind games? Or would it be magic? I don't know. I don't think magic... Coaches won't care that it's magic weekend. No. No. Um, Leeds and Hull? Um, oh, sorry, you haven't, you, just, you haven't given me a prediction for that Saints oh, catalog. You just could go either way. That doesn't count as a prediction. I'm going to say Saints by like, four. Like Michael Owen on BT or something. Saints by four. Okay. Leeds and Hull to finish off? Um... That again is a game that could go either way because both teams have been so hit and miss. I'm leaning towards Leeds though because I think they know they've got a better chance of making the top six. Hull lately have just been miss. Yeah. There's been no hits. No. Well, yeah. Whereas at least apart from the derby, Leeds have looked, you know, yeah, decent at times. Yeah, I, I think Leeds. Yeah, and then on Sunday, Huddersfield versus Wakefield. You would think the way that Wakefield have been playing that it's there for the taking for them. Um, but then again, Huddersfield has put 40 points on all KR. Yeah. A lot of these games, you could toss a coin on, I think, couldn't you? But yeah, my, my prediction for that one is that I don't know who's going to win, but it's going to go to Golden Point. Okay. I'm going to say Wakefield by 40. I'm going to say no, Wakefield really. in Golden Point. <laughs> I think Wakefield will win. I'm not sure about Golden Point, though. Yeah, in Golden Point. Okay, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, Jacob Miller. It can't Golden be any Point. worse than Eurodisfield to finish second. Well, there prediction. you go. It's outrageous, isn't it? Jacob Miller in Golden Point. Okay. Okay. Remember that and that clip. Okay. Um, Wigan Warrington. Um, oh, you would think Warrington. They need to, to quickly turn things around after that defeat to Saints. Wigan, I know they had a good win against uh, Castleford, but I just think the style that Warrington play, 
is miles better and defensively they're a much better defensive team than Castleford and I'm not quite sure how many questions Wigan can throw at them. Yep. And finally to finish off on the Sunday, uh, Lee versus Hull KR. Hull KR. I think that's all you need to say on that. Can't see that many people staying for that one to be honest. Unless you're an old cat half fan. Obviously, yeah. Or a Lee fan. Even they might have oh, gone by say, half time. That doesn't, yeah. <laughs> Whose fans were going? Oh, it was Arsenal, wasn't it? I heard on radio. They were going before half time. When they oh, were I don't getting, know, yeah, were they? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Drove all the way from London to Manchester and they were 3-0 down after half an hour and they started going home. Bye. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, um, Lee, uh, you've got to say okay, they've got to get back on that, um, uh, got to get back on that playoff wagon, haven't they? Absolutely. So, absolutely. So that is the magic weekend. It certainly is. Um, it looks, uh, looks like there's some good games there, to be honest. Yeah, it's hotting up now, and we're getting we're getting near the business end of the season now, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Even though I hate that saying. No, but we are. Yeah, we are. So I think that's about it, isn't it? It certainly is. Um, thank you for listening to us. If you've stayed with us, and if you are going to Magic Weekend, watch as many games as you can and enjoy it, and drive safely. Yeah, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.